All right. Let's get down to business. Never said that to start a show, so I figured I'd do something different. Jed Marshall in the house. Back at it. How was uh, how are things? It's been a, a, a quite the dis, uh, a, a different lifestyle for you now. You're from no long, from not being married to married. We're we're in a new world. I don't know. Is, is that too much information to give out? No, it's okay. okay. Binkley congratulated me on it. Life's I mean, it's really no different. Anything when you change? No. When you okay. live with the person prior to, it's pretty much the same. Did you do rings? Ah, so that's new. Show that off. Well, this one's actually a plastic like starter ring. My actual wedding ring is at home. So this one, in case I lose it, I have like, I think, 25 of these. Starting off with trust. That's good. Well, I don't want to lose the actual. You bought 25, so you know you're She losing. bought them for oh. me. All right. So now we know why they say better half. Oh, I have no. Did you buy her plastic ones in case she loses one? She bought herself some. Oh. I got her actual rings. Yeah. <laughs> Which she wears the plastic ones because she doesn't want to lose them either. So you just, it's like, it's literally like a Super Bowl ring. When you go to like a nice place, then you put that puppy on and show it off. Sure. If Otherwise, that helps you. you just kind of. Just go with the flow. Just yeah. wear the plastic. Stick with the plastic. It's fine. It gets the job done. A lot of people do the rubber rings now. That's what the, this is. It's uh, the rubber. You're like rubberized. Kirk Cousins. Uh, no. Similar. It, except in a lot of different regards. Mm. Would Kirk Cousins be someone you would hang out with? No, he okay. would not. Right, he right, would not right, be right. a person that I would associate myself with. Okay. What about yourself? Probably not. Why? Probably not into his grilling style. Have uh, you seen it? No. Like, there's videos of him grilling. It's like everything's covered in foil. I don't I, know. You have beef with grilling in foil? I mean, the way he's doing it is a bit egregious. Okay. It's just, you know, there's a lot. It's, it's just not, it doesn't look like he's confident in his grilling um, capabilities. But I am. And as you heard, this is After Hours with Dusty Likens. We'll be breaking down Kurt Cousins' grilling style, wedding rings, things of that nature. Well, did it's you a wild see how night. he did his, uh, like, uh, baby, uh, what do you call those? Like, the, the celebration of, like, letting people know what gender, gender reveal. Gender reveal, yeah. Perfect, yeah, I knew we'd get there. Um, he like try. he like threw a ball or something and, and, sh- and short hopped it, and it exploded. I mean, isn't he a quarterback, though? Correct. That seems a little troubling if that's what actually transpired. Hey, man, the text line's already got your back. The text uh, line loves me. I didn't get in any hot water when I was filling in on Cody and Gold. Everybody loved me. They had no beef with anything that I had to say at that point. Really? Nobody has anything? No, they definitely people did not appreciate what I had to say. I figured, yeah. I should have known your sarcasm. Uh, but they said you can get a five-pack of those rubber rings for $4. Nice. Make sure you get the wedding rubber rings. You don't want to get the honeymoon rubber rings. They can get. Whoa. Yeah. You only live once, Jed. Um, Yikes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Dusty Likens, you heard the promotion. Maybe you didn't. If you did, uh, congratulations. If you didn't, before the show, Cinderblock Brewery next Friday night, January 13th, 6 o'clock. Uh, the crew will be there. Um, Carrington, Rob, everybody. I'll be there as well. Playoff Pilsner will be available against Cinderblock Brewery next Friday night. I'll do this show uh, from there. So, uh, Jed, I think we will be separated uh, next Friday. So I'll be. I'll yeah, be I like it when you say everybody because I'll be back here. Don't worry about me. But everybody will be there. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I also knew Nick Schwert will not be there. I heard him talking about that today on Cody and Gold. They literally said in the promo that he's going to buy people beer, and then he's just not going to show. I don't doubt that with, I mean, the Cody and Gold money that he's making. He obviously is a high roller, so I'm sure he'll Venmo the money across, and right. everybody will drink on Nick Schwert. Yeah. It's weird when you say it that way, drink on Nick Schwert. Yep. 
Um, but anyway, so this week is Raiders week. It's uh, kind of been forgotten over uh, the obvious within the sports world this week in the NFL, particularly uh, when it comes to the situation that that was involved. But uh, nonetheless, it's Raider week. And I think the best advice you can, you can give other Chiefs fans and everything, because we'll dive into the playoff thing, but I'm sure that that's all you've heard today is the situation, the playoffs, like what if this place happens? We'll do that, but I'm going to spare you uh, at least for the first hour. Uh, Cause I think there's some stuff to talk about in this football game. That's to be played in less than 24 hours. I also have Jay Binkley on tonight at 630. He's chopping at the bit. Uh, he'd come on now if you want to, if you, if you, if we wanted him to, but we got to wait, we got to, we got to restrain Jay Binkley 630. Uh, we'll talk beer, college playoffs, all that, but um, Raider week, man. Plain and simple. Um, and the thing that kind of like pops off to me is it kind of set me off the, like I want to say last night was when Schefter tweets, like if chiefs beat Raiders, this is possible case scenario that'll be voted on tomorrow. And, and, and I quote tweeted and said, it's funny that they say if the chiefs win and two things that have stuck out in these last four weeks to me, one, uh, the chiefs just continue to win. I don't know. I get it. And I, I, I might, I might ruffle some feathers here or tick a few people off. And again, I'm not targeting anyone in particular, I promise. But I do think that, that we've gotten to a point where Chiefs fans are spoiled. I think a little bit to a certain degree, because I hear what you're saying. I know what you're feeling week in, week out, every single time the Chiefs play a team, um, that is less superior than themselves. And I get what Vegas lines speak volume to. Like, I understand that you see that and you see, oh, Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites this week. Take the Chiefs. They should easily beat the Raiders. The Raiders suck. The thing is, now this week I think might be a little different, and I'll get into that a little bit. But the thing is, is I think some Chiefs fans have gotten to the point where they're a little bit spoiled. Do you... Do you want to see your team win 44 to 20 every single week? Hell yeah. Like, that's nice. You know, sit back, no worry, relax. It's Jared Stedman, or however you say his name, Stedman, Stedman, Chet Stedman, the the, the rocket from that 90s uh, baseball movie. Is that Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year. Come yeah. on, Dusty. You know it. Don't act like you didn't. I know. Chet Stedman, what a guy. The had to. The hell was I talking about? Um, but to me, the most important part is, yes, they're not winning and, and covering the spread. I totally understand that. That's, that's infuriating. If you're betting, stop betting that. I went on live TV and said, take Denver and take the points last week. Literally, take the points. It would have paid off. This game, obviously, I think there's a lot of Raiders that will probably be checking out. Josh Jacobs, I think, is one of them. I don't think he's going to play, hold out, led the league in rushing, didn't get a contract, treated as if it's like a, a college kid going to a bowl game that doesn't matter. The Raiders are playing for nothing. Um, most likely not going to win. Why get hurt when you're in the in the mix of trying to get a contract and gain um, and gain money for your career? Totally don't disagree with Josh Jacobs for doing that. So I think this game's a little different. I think there's a lot of players on that Vegas team that are probably thinking about where they're going on vacation. So you might get a cover this week, but again, the chiefs are winning. 
they're possibly going to win 14 games again, which is absurd to think about. Their Vegas over-under at the start of the season was 10.5. Congratulations to those people who bet the over on that. Um, but win and control everything as best as you possibly can, right? And we know the seeding, in, in, in case you forgot about it, which I'm sure it was hammered very well into your head all day today by all three shows, as it should have been. It was the, it, it's the lead story of the day, but it's, we're, we're in the after hours now. So now we get, we'll talk about Raider Week, Chiefs football. But again, that's all you can control. Win, go 14-3, and three, get the bye week, you're fine. No football for a week, no chance at injury unless somebody horses around outside of football, which that you can't control anyway. But again, no football for a week during the playoffs, and then you just have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl. The obvious is there, and you can do all of that by winning this week against the Raiders. They are not a good football team. They are benching their starting quarterback. Their head coach has zero clue on what to do. Yeah, has a job. And again, if you win this game, you continue to control as best as you can the narrative that is the number one seed and moving forward. Also, if you beat the Raiders this week or tomorrow at 3.30, you will have swept the entire AFC West division. That would be the second time in five years under Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's combo. And in fact, the last time they did that was in 2019. Pretty big year for the Chiefs. Swept the division, won the Super Bowl. And again, this will be the second time that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes will have swept the division in the same regime. That to me is fascinating because obviously we remember the beginning of the year, right? We remember everything at the beginning of the year. We remember all oh, the AFC West. Holy smokes. This could be the toughest division the NFL has ever seen. Now it's laughable. Um, you look at the players that came to the AFC West, Russell Wilson, Khalil Mack came back, Right. All these guys, Devontae Adams joins Derek Carr. All this was supposed to, and then yet everyone's swept by the Chiefs. The Chiefs have won this division now seven consecutive times. And you can then, again, sweep the Raiders if a win does happen on Saturday at 3.30, when it probably most likely will happen um, at 3.30 on Saturday is when that game starts. So with that being said, it is Raiders week. Last time you came down from 17 points, came back and won. This week in Vegas, last game of the year, I do... I do firmly believe they can cover the nine this week, so I would probably bet that. I would also say that most of the Raiders have checked out. There's nothing to play for. Um, The season is over, and your starting quarterback is benched, and there's definitely some sort of animosity within that locker room and that head coach. But, hey, it's not the Chiefs you need to worry about. It's the Raiders. And all the Chiefs can do is can keep controlling what they can control, and that is just winning Saturday. We come back. Mahomes and milestones, what gets accomplished this week? Lots of it, and a lot of it's eye-opening for the young man who's, again, only 27. What was Alex Gold getting ready to say? We have legalized what? I think gambling. Oh. But only in the state of Kansas. Mm. Do you believe in the theory that states work with each other? Like Kansas and Missouri, for instance? Like starting... Not that I'm counting, but I think a month from today in Missouri, you can legally recreationally buy marijuana. It does sound like you're counting, though. Um, Coincidence. And then in Kansas, you can legally bet. Mm -hmm. So do you think people will drive 
placing a bet from Kansas to pick up, oh, I don't know what people do these days, gummies, cartridges, grass, and then drive all the way back from Missouri. And then... Well, yeah, because it's such a jog to get all the way across state lines, especially from here. It's what, like a six-minute drive? Mm-hmm. I, it'd be... 25 from, San, from Lee Summit. Well, not all of us live in Lee Summit. I'm saying some of us do. Not all. And that's how long it takes to get from Lee Summit to here. Why don't so you move state line out of is Lee like, Summit, though? Because Lee Summit's awesome. I don't. My sister and her husband live in Lee Summit. And do I will, they love it? Uh, I think they like it. I don't know if they love it. I feel like it's like the Aldi version of like Overland Park. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything against Aldi. I love Aldi. Shop I like there Aldi all the time. Well. But like you get it right. Like it's it's not high V price chopper. It's it's like a scale down. Yeah, it's I not mean, meant for everybody. We live in KCK, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit like the Aldi version of, you know, but we can see Johnson County from our, our house. Yeah. So I guess I feel better about that. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also kind of like a booze hound, so I like to get after it. And there's oh, like whoa. a downtown district within like a mile from my house. So you talk about jogs. We're walking, bro. You actually walk? So on a night like tonight, when you get done at 9, you're going to walk in 40-degree weather? From my house to the bars? Yeah. If I want to, yeah. It's great. I've done it in 10-degree weather. Why? Because I would kick my own ass if I got a DUI 0.5 miles from my house. Why wouldn't you just take an Uber, though? Because I'm going to have to pay for an Uber for 0.5 miles? If I was an Uber guy, I would just keep declining. That's got to be, like, what, $6 at the most? Seven cents. I will pay for your Uber if it's this cold. I like to get the steps in. I like to close rings on my watch. You know, not the plastic ones. Go walk around the virtual during, ones. Walk around during a break, dude. <laughs> Come smoke cigarettes with me. We have to go down two flights of stairs. Don't want any darts. Quitter. Ugh. Also, I don't know why my nickname now at night is Doobie Rolling Dusty. I saw that on the text line. I've to Jay never Southland. a doobie in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know how. What do you mean you don't know? How? I have sausage fingers. That so? I don't think that works. We've talked about different ways go and purchase some either raw or zigzag cones you don't even have to roll anything you just stuff tobacco so i just fill it and twist pretty much Mm. you don't even have to twist actually in fact the preferred way is if you don't twist it burns even more even i've heard from different people Mm -hmm. but yeah a month from today missouri uh missouri places stand up um we'll probably be working that friday night maybe we'll go and celebrate after the show It'll be my first time ever experiencing. And then you can see the walk to the bar. It probably takes longer to smoke a cone than it does to walk to the bar. Yeah, I'm not going to walk to the bar. You should. It's fun. Probably just head out after that. The cool thing, too, is they'll give it the bartenders out there. They Some of them that know me will give me a roadie for the walk home, which that's fun. Like shower beer, walk home beer. Close to call. Pretty close. You ever had a shower beer? I have. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know who has had a shower beer? Jay Binkley. He'll join us at 630. Um, But where I want to go with this is I always find milestones funny because most people, I believe, hit milestones at like age, what, 35? Like we we started to see like Peyton and Tom and Drew and all those guys. Once they get to like 36, it was like, this guy, if he does this, okay. Well, here you go. If Mahomes, now these are ifs, ifs. If Mahomes throws for 430 passing yards against the Raiders, which he could, very possibly could, somebody like me already has put in a single-game parlay because I got a profit boost from DraftKings. Thank you. And I need Mahomes to throw for at least 249. So if he throws for 430 passing yards 
He'll break Peyton Manning's single-season record of 5,477. If Mahomes passes and slash rushes for 186 yards, which we know that's happening, um, he'll break Drew Brees' single-season NFL record of most yards from scrimmage of 5,562. I'm going to say this a few times. He's 27 years old. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can still all but lock up his second MVP award this Sunday or this Saturday uh, with a win. So future betters unite. I'm with you. Captain Planet style. Everybody put their hand in the middle and, and connect with whatever you love. Patrick Mahomes could win his second MVP award. He'll be the only two-time MVP and a Super Bowl MVP before turning 30 in NFL history. He's got three more years until he's 30. Two and a half if you want to be really legit. Switching gears from Patrick Mahomes. If Travis Kelsey has 117 receptions, I'm sorry, not receptions, receiving yards, he'll break his single season NFL record for a tight end with 1,416. So in back-to-back years, Travis Kelsey will then break a record, set another record for 1,000-yard seasons and most yards in a season. Pretty good. Um, this was all from Doug, Cla- uh, Doug Clawson, who writes for CBS Sports, by the way. Um, he writes in, no Tyreek, no problem. The Chiefs can become the first team to lead the NFL in scoring offense after losing a Pro Bowl wide receiver from the previous season since the 1981 Los Angeles Chargers. Hey, man, finish to pick third in the division. Offense to take a step back. We're just getting started on milestones. Patrick Mahomes needs four touchdowns to match Drew Brees' 195 from 2009 to 2013 for the most touchdown passes in a five-year span in NFL history. Four touchdowns. Doable. But again, like Drew Brees did that from 2009 to 2013. I'm not good at math, but I know 2009 to 2013 was probably close to the end for Drew Brees, right? That was like 32 to 34, somewhere around there. Four years, five years. Mahomes is 27. He's only started five years in the NFL, man. Freak. With a win against the Raiders this week, the Chiefs would join the 2000s Patriots, the 2000s Colts, as the only teams in the NFL history with 64-plus wins in a five-season span. So let's start every year the way we always do. Let's talk about how the Chiefs aren't going to do something because, I don't know, is five years enough evidence We can keep talking about the offense. I got another one here from Doug Lawson. Check mark. Plays out with 26 points. The Chiefs would join the 1940 to 1950s Rams and 2000s Patriots as the only team with 30 points per game in five season span all time. I don't know if I've said this or not, but Mahomes has been the starter for the last one, two, three, four, five years. 27. The Chiefs have 116 wins in 10 seasons with Andy Reid. The only teams with that many wins in a 10-season span are Brady Belichick, 80s, 90s, 49ers. 
Again, take care of business. Beat the silver and black. I don't give a rip if Rich Gannon is lighting the Al Davis flame. Doesn't matter. All this stuff from a team that is supposed to have taken a step back, lose its offensive step. Oh, did I miss one? Kansas City is striking distance of leading the NFL in points per game, yards per game, yards per play, and third down percentage. No team has done that all since the 2001 greatest show on turf Rams. Uh, seems like they're doing pretty well this year. Mahomes and milestones. But again, offense is going to take a step back. Who knows what this team will be without Tyreek Hill? I don't know. Historic. Coming back. Uh, On the other side, we'll have somebody who's really historic. Jay Binkley joins us next on After Hours. Friday night after hours, a week from tonight, I'll be at uh, Center Block Brewery. Smashing ales. Zero stouts, but smashing ales. Maybe not smashing. I did a show, so I can't be completely intoxicated. Um, but Jay Binkley, you'll be there, I assume. Uh, we'll you, be there, Dustin. As, as you join the show, as you every Friday, 630, the, the Binkster gets, gets in there. Um, how are you this week? You know what? We're doing good, Dusty. And next week, I'll be live and drinking a beer while talking to you. That's right. It'll be the it'll be the six thirty session that that might actually like go on. It might actually like last longer than thirty minutes. That's what she said. Um, well, that is what she said. But it it'll it should be a good time, right? Oh, I don't see why I wouldn't have some little playoff pills. I mean, last year that place was packed. I recommend everybody come out there. We talked to a lot of sports, mm-hmm. a lot of people. They, yeah. they, I think it was their number one night they've ever had there in Center Block. Oh, stats, all not only football stats, but everything. Um, a lot of stats, this man. Big time, big stats guy. Uh, speaking of stats, win this Saturday, six and zero versus the division. Patrick Mahomes would then be what fourteen and zero on the road versus the division, and Andy Reid would then be seventeen and three versus the Raiders. Did I do my my homework? Well enough. There. Andy Reid would be seventeen and three versus the Raiders. Mahomes would be nine and one against the Raiders in his ten meetings, and the Chiefs are nine and one against the Raiders anyway. There's, they won sixteen in the last eighteen. I mean, it's just domination yeah. over the Raiders. And Andy Reid, what forty and six since two thousand fifteen against the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what a heck of a streak! Mahomes has never lost a divisional game, and that's super impressive. But I thought. The offense was gonna take a step back, and the team was gonna was gonna struggle this year. Well, you know what? It didn't struggle. Uh, that was the uh, common narrative, and you you have to think people on NFL Network and ESPN are like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the whole thing. Like the whole MVP debate uh-huh. shouldn't be. You know, it, I know it's it's all Mahomes MVP right now. We know that. But a couple of weeks ago, they're debating Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. Well, I thought this offense was supposed to struggle this year without Tyree Kill. That's what they all said. Uh-huh. They all said with Tyreek Hill in Miami, this is going to be a tougher, uh, harder Chiefs offense for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to guide. And all of a sudden, it's number one offense in the NFL in almost every category. To me, that should have ended the argument right there, even when they're going back and forth, Jalen Hurts and Mahomes, that 
these people that were debating who should be MVP were the same people that said that the Chiefs offense would struggle this year. Yeah. They just don't remember that, man. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about real quickly, because I'm going to talk about it at seven, because I feel like a lot of people got, you know, the same thing beaten into their ears all day, which was the ruling. How did the NFL screw this up so bad? Like, how did they fumble this situation where they had the obvious, which I said was winning percentage, go from that, leave everything out. Now we're flipping coins and creating spreadsheets because of the entire mass confusion there is with this playoff scenario. Oh, it's a joke. And yeah, it's the coin toss is a complete joke. I mean, the Bengals do have a two game lead in that division. I guess they're making the argument that the Bills would have beat them. The Ravens, if they win this weekend, they will have swept Cincinnati, but I don't know the quarterback situation in Baltimore, not good. So I look for Cincinnati to win that game, but yeah, the NFL screwed this up. They always get everything right. my, My choice was very simple. Move everything back a week because you have that two week buffer window between the end of the conference championships and the Super Bowl, and I get it, the Pro Bowl is the week before the Super Bowl. But the Pro Bowl, let's face it, it's a flag football game. What's what we call it anyway, but technically it's a flag football game this year. Play it after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's not even that important. They're not even playing football. They're doing skills contests and playing a flag football game. Not only that, the two Super Bowl participants aren't even in the Pro Bowl, which is a complete joke because those are the guys that should be celebrated making it to the Super Bowl. They could have moved everything back at a standalone game with the Bengals and the Bills last week, had the NFC uh, play the first round of the playoffs, then give the NFC the bye the next week and have the AFC play, mm-hmm. and it would have worked out perfectly. And just move everything back a week. It wouldn't have interfered with anything. It wouldn't have interfered with the Super Bowl because you have that two-week buffer. During the pandemic, they got 256 games in. You know, the only sport that really wasn't playing in a bubble and they, they figured out a way to do it. Hey, it was playing on Tuesday. Hey, it was playing on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They figured out a way to get all these games played. And they can't figure this out. It just it drives me crazy. It's not going to hurt the Chiefs, so to speak. If you're Cincinnati, you're really pissed. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati definitely gets robbed in this whole situation. Um, but more so, like, I feel like the neutral site thing is just setting the NFL up for, like, another money grab. Like, there's no way this is, like – and I don't want to sound biased here, but it's almost like, and I'm going to, and I, again, I'm going to talk about this a little bit. It's kind of more like a tease inside of a, of an interview, but it's almost like they're, it feels like they're like, Mahomes, they're going to Mahomes proof the league, right? You remember when the masters, when Tiger Woods oh, yeah. won by 17 strokes or some stupid number. And then they were like, you know what? It's too easy for them. Let's make it longer. Let's make it tougher. Let's do this. And it just became harder for everyone else to be successful. And it just made it a little bit more challenging for Tiger, but he was still the, the more uh, superior one. Now we've got a chance where it's like, hey, we've got this idea where the AFC and NFC championship games are on neutral sites. And there's a chance that the NFL can make a ton of money off this. You know what? I hope they don't. And I don't think they will. I don't think the owners will ever approve it because right. it is so difficult and such an honor for teams to win home field advantage that number one seed or the number two seed like the Chiefs were last year and get that home field. They already have the Super Bowl move around anyway. Uh And not only that, but these teams have other things to do. Look at the Colts. They had to turn down the opportunity to host that game because it was already scheduled for something else. Detroit is putting in like a new turf system. So this game can't be played in Detroit. Yeah, these teams have to back off and be able to, you know, host this game. But I just think there's certain places – it just deserves to be outside. And maybe you're fearful that you're not going to have real football or not. You will have real football played outside, but at the high scoring football, the NFL wants, that would be just a massive 
massive mistake if they took these. I get it. The one-year sample size, that's fine. Uh Making this a permanent thing, can't get behind. Won't get behind. What's your opinion on a Paloma, by the way? What's my my opinion on what? Are you familiar with Palomas? I know this is a curveball. What are they, Dead Pete? It's like a smoked tequila cocktail. They're pretty good. I don't know why. Oh, but... the cocktail. Yeah, the Paloma. You know what? I've never tried it. What, what, what's in it? Uh, tequila. And I think like grapefruit juice and then there's other things, but it's almost like it almost has like a Tabasco taste. Really? Yeah. I've had a smoked beer before and it was absolutely delicious. Mm. You ever had a smoke beer? You ever had a smoke like beer, a you, ever had a, you ever had a cig and a beer? I've had a cigar and a beer. Oh, that's close enough. All right. Um, Raider week, Chiefs Raiders. It, 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 this game can't be close, right? I feel like uh, Pete said it well on on a live video he was on, where he said Josh Jacobs is taking the bowl game route, where he's uh, where he's sitting yeah. this one out because he's uh, you know he's he's due a lot of money. He led the league in rushing. The Raiders didn't give him a contract. He says, "Here's two fingers for you. I'm going to sit my ass on the bench." Um, this game is a nine point favorite for the Chiefs. I think they cover. Binkley, do you think that this Raiders team is probably checked out, thinking about flights of, of vacations upcoming, or are we going to have another one of these 27, 24 type of division games? I, I, I think the Chiefs might win by six. I don't think they cover okay. in this game. And Josh Jacobs, you know what he should have done is acted like a distraction, because mm-hmm. obviously, if you're a distraction, they'll send you home and pay you like they did Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm just looking at these other games this year, Dusty, and. Close games with the Chargers. Close games even with the Broncos both times. Mm-hmm. The Raiders probably should have won at Arrowhead Stadium earlier. I think they're playing better with Jarrett Stedham. Yeah. I mean, threw for 365, ran for 34. He did things that's only been done once by a quarterback making his first start since 1970. I think there's just something about that team where they're rallying around that backup quarterback that could eventually be their starter. But every time I see the Chiefs can go out and cover and should wax the team, you never do. Right. So maybe by me saying it's going to be a close game, it'll be a blowout. I mean, reverse psychology works in this one. Binkley, uh, just a little bit more time, and then we'll get you out of here. Monday night, big game, Georgia TCU, right? We got college football playoff championship. That's I right. took uh, – when Georgia went 2-0, and and they were beating – I think their first game they beat the the Bricks off of Bo Nix in Oregon – and then uh, the next week kind of took like a backseat, but they went 2-0. and Ivan told you the funniest thing that, that about the Georgia team is that 11 kids went in the first round of the NFL draft last year, yet here they are as the number one team uh, undefeated in the national championship. Did have a scare, had a pretty big scare against Ohio State, but then again, this week, they're, they're favored by 13 or 12 and a half, depending on where you get it, what book. Is Georgia the national championship, championship back-to-back years? And is Kirby Smart now the best coach in college football? Well, I, I think an argument can be. I, th- I still think Nick Saban's the better coach. And of course, Kirby came yeah, from yeah. that same tree. Uh, but you can make an argument for it. Um, I think Georgia does squeak by in this one. I think they finally wake up the last two weeks. They've not been awake. And let's face this the funny thing was about the semifinals. You know, the last four years, these semifinal games averaged almost 20 point margin of victory. I mean, they were all blowouts. For us to be treated with two close games is the anomaly. The average point margin in the national title game is 15.3 points. So they're usually typically blowouts in that fashion. But both these defenses didn't play. And I've been telling people, you know, oh, Georgia defense, now defense. Well, yeah, sometimes. In the SEC title game, they give up 500 yards of passing. Mm. In, this, in this past game, they gave up over 360 yards of passing. They've given up over 860 yards of passing in the last two games. They have not been playing well. 
TCU's defense hasn't been playing well, but they did get those two pick sixes. Uh-huh. I think it's a great storyline with Max Duggan, who wasn't even the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year uh, for TCU. Former starting quarterback, but Chandler Morris actually was the starter. And then Stetson Bennett. Uh-huh. Georgia didn't want him. He goes off the Juco. He comes back. He's your Heisman Trophy bench. winner this year. Scrappy kid's too good. we got to keep starting him. So I think we're going to be treated to a good game, but I do think Georgia comes out on top. Do they cover? They do not cover. Okay, so take TCU. That line's way too much. So take TCU in the points and take uh, the Raiders in the points. Is that is what we're getting on for the Binks, Binks picks? That's definitely what I would do. I would definitely not say. When that line first came out with Georgia and TCU, I was like, are we kidding here? <laughs> yeah. This is the way these defenses are playing? Right. Like, There's no way Georgia's going to go. But, you know, history would say right. that the average marks in the victory is 15 points a game. I just don't see it this year. Right. Um, Binkley, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope you enjoy the uh, the the uh, the NFL that you get two games on Saturday, the rest on Sunday. Um, one more thing. My buddy Tyler, he bet me 50 bucks. I've offered him if he wants to hedge it and give me 25 cash or let it ride. I took Georgia week two. He took the entire field to win the national championship. Really? He did, it, it, week two is when we bent this bet. Don't hedge it, dust man. That that's I mean, no, you've been riding this thing for the longest just time. Let it, man. Just take the try to take the fifty and run. Yeah, you can come over okay. here and drink beer and watch George and root for Georgia together. So I mean, yeah, just take the money the last and, and run. Oh, by the way, yeah, uh, Jed. Uh-oh. Jed night tomorrow night after the after the game. Oh, so, yeah, you, uh, get, you, you get yeah, Jed, Jed be there with on post game. That's you know what it's gonna be nice that this game's actually at three thirty, not at like seven thirty at night, so you actually get to get home at like maybe a decent hour, but you know. I don't think it's going to be uh, that, that decent, that's man. I think we're looking at least 10 o'clock. Yeah, that's better than 1 a.m. Of course it is. It's better than 2 a.m. It's better than sleeping in the conference room. Ugh, yeah, you're really Which I have done. There. Yeah, I've slept underneath the board one time in the 1660 studio. <laughs> I hit Isn't up. it fun? I'm not, I mean, when a, trash can, when a trash can is your pillow, uh, it gets a little rough. Um, but, you know, sometimes you hit, the, you hit Westport a little hard and you forget you have to produce a church show yeah. the next morning. So, hey. Here we are. Now we're on the air, so who knows? But Binkley, uh, in all seriousness. I'm glad uh, we don't have ghosts. Oh, man, who knows if we do or not. I was so out. I probably oh, would have heard. Suck. I'm surprised I even know to get up in time for the for the show to be over. Otherwise, it would have been dead air and I'd have been fired. Um, but Binkley, <laughs> we'll see you next Friday night. You'll sit down with me from, I don't know, 630 to 7-ish, whenever you, feel you like, want, buddy. whenever you feel like mingling with the peeps. And have a good weekend, and uh, we'll listen to you tomorrow night with the uh, with the Chiefs postgame show. You and Jed, take care. We'll talk to you soon, Dust, man. Yes, sir. Jay Binkley, the Friday night special. Sounds weird to say that out loud, uh, but we come back. Uh, I'm bringing it back. It's a Richard of the week. Uh, you'll know who it is. It's not. Oh, okay. And, uh, but before we go to break, just a subtle reminder. Next Friday night, we'll be live and we'll be in Cinder Block Brewery. I'll be there. Nick Schwartz will not be there. Somebody said, if he's not there, I'm not there. Don't, don't have that mentality. Have us all there. We'll be all right. And, uh, you know, one thing I can say is, is that if you want to come out and have a good time, come to Cinderbrock Brewery. We'll start it at six o'clock. That's when I'll do my show. Um, that's when we'll start doing things with, uh, with after hours. We'll have Binkley on the show from six 30. He'll hang out. Other people just sit down, start talking. I'm sure we'll have Fesco on. Maybe I'll get the boss on. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but, uh, we just, we lost everything. You want to give the people a little bit of, yeah. Yeah, so I bumped yeah. a button, uh-huh. and now we I can't play commercials, so I might need you to actually come in here and take a look oh, at this. Oh, so we're, we're running low, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, 
while we do that, I'm going to give the people a little bit of knowledge of what Nate Taylor had to say today concerning the neutral sites. It'll be discussed at the owners' meetings in uh, six weeks or seven weeks, whatever it is. You know, the, the owners' meeting is usually right after free agency, right after the initial wave. So that's like Marchish. It'll definitely be discussed, especially if it's a competitive game and it's, you know, close and dramatic. A little technical difficulties. We'll be right back, I promise. So if you give the Chiefs 9, 10, 11, 12 possessions, they can put up 30 in the postseason. The thing that worries me the most is the special teams is going to have to be involved. And ooh-wee. Um, I was the one who asked Dave Tobe yesterday, is this the hardest job you've had, the hardest year you've had to coach? Emphatically, Dave Tobe said yes. One, because we all know the rookies. We all know the issues on the punt returns. He didn't. He didn't back down to the idea of like, hey, like, I understand he's right. You have to catch the punt. I mean, I guess, but you can just let that thing roll. Um, they have to be a factor, but there's too much evidence to suggest that, like, they may be a negative factor. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Are you a fan of Twin Peaks? Sign up for our e-club to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks and score free stuff. Signing up is easy. Just visit TwinPeaksRestaurant.com forward slash Peaks dash club to sign up today. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Visit Shane Company. We have the largest selection of natural diamonds and lab-grown diamonds in all shapes and sizes, each one hand-selected for its beauty. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. You make plans for dinner, plans to get that new job, or plans to spend more time with the family. Having the right plan can make a world of difference, especially when it comes to your health. That's why Blue KC offers health plans with coverage you need right here in the city we all call home. With a Blue KC health plan, you can enjoy $0 co-pays at SpiraCare centers, access to a broad provider network, and much more. Enroll in a Blue KC health plan today. Call 888-892-8108 to get started. That's 888-892-8108. Time for a new furnace? How about a free one? That's right. Buy a new air conditioner and get the furnace for free. Book your experts from Energy Experts Heating and Cooling today at energyexpertskc.com. That's energyexpertskc.com. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes repairclinic.com, 
an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at repairclinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Fesco in the morning, weekdays starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Somebody was hoping that you come back from the commercial break with Sabotage. I know, I'm sure you're not a Beastie Boys kind of guy. Yeah, that's fine. No, I like the Beastie Boys a lot. I'm just not really in the mood. <laughs> Oh, man, everything's fine. We're on the air. Everything's good. Everything's good, man. Stuff happens. You know? At least we're not going to have to have a huge debate and decide where we're going to do the next segment at. Neutral site. We're staying right here. Not going anywhere. I'm your guy. Just ride with me. I'll either get us fired or get us hired. Really no other way to do it. Um, So before we went to break, I wanted to talk about... uh, a segment we used to, if you remember Saturdays uh, with Dusty Likens, uh, props to you. Uh, props to you very, to, to the very few many of you that are out there. Um, and uh, I'll tell you this. The Richard of the Week segment, a lot of people liked. Some people didn't. But those people might be Richards. And if you don't understand the segment, Richard is the long name of a shorter version of another name, right? Like someone who is being a Richard is being a, you got it, right? Spoiler alert, this week, it's not Skip Bayless. It's not Skip Bayless. I don't want to give him any recognition. I think we know exactly what Skip Bayless is. He knows what he is. But this week's Richard of the Week, Intentionally, right. what exactly did T. Higgins do last night to Hamlin? Well, right, right before the tackle, he lowers his helmet and he kind of throws his body into his chest. He's standing up because he's thinking he's got to take ch- chase T. Higgins at an angle to make a tackle. So he didn't expect T. Higgins to launch his body back into him. 
you know, it's one of those things that a lot of times you sit as a linebacker, uh, un- unblocked, you know, unengaged un- um, running back comes through the hole and he knows that contact's coming, so he lowers his helmet and you can't get underneath him. So he's able to get into you and your chest is exposed. So they, they, they've taken that out of the game, but they don't really regulate it as much as possible. I, I, I expect the league would be a lot more vigilant when it comes to that and using that penalty. So if you didn't think that that there was enough going on with the situation on Monday night, Bart Scott then, former Jet, former Baltimore Raven, comes out and blames T. Higgins. And you think to yourself, is this coming out of left field? Is is Bart Scott just really bad at what he does? The answer to that is, is yes. Bart Scott is a Richard. Bart Scott will not be in TV much longer because of his terrible takes. This is one of his takes about Cincinnati last year. If this doesn't sound like somebody who doesn't need to be talking about football, I don't know what does. It's called red dot. And every Raven and former Raven understand what the red dot means. You can be swagged out. You ain't no tough guys, but you will not get the benefit of the doubt. I guarantee you, he will not last long in this division. They're going to make sure they become headhunters. Whenever they go against him, he's going to get the rib shot. He's going to get the neck shot. He's going to get the tackle with his arms, make his head boss off a ground shot. He's getting all that because you want to add a little smug on your face. Whatever, McCauley Calkin. But you're not playing any running through them Ravens. The order has been sent. What order? Listen, the, the <laughs> order. The order. The code red has been sent down. It's called, no, no, we call it red dot in Baltimore, and it's on him, and it's going to be on him for the rest of his career. He's going to regret he ever did that. Hey. Zach Taylor, you're going to be involved yeah, with too, because right, we're going right, to get his whatever. ass So a guy that blames T. Higgins for hitting another guy, which caused a cardiac arrest in a serious moment, as if T. Higgins has no other worries on his mind. Not that he even heard what Bart Scott had to say. I'm sure he did. Somebody probably played it for him or showed it to him, and that probably wasn't the best. But not only that, Bart Scott last year said that there was a red dot mentality, that the order had been sent. Like he's this, you know, godfather talking to players for the Ravens today and saying, go hit Joe Burrow because he's too cocky and he doesn't need to be in the league like this. Bart Scott's a turd, man. The greatest thing that Bart Scott's known for is a, is a meme or a video that says, can't wait. That's the best thing Bart Scott's going for him. He's terrible at TV. He's not good at what he does. And he makes stupid comments. Richard of the week. Bart Scott. And if you remember, this was Bart Scott back in August. Well, this is a repeat uh, statement that I've said, but I said that I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. I said it to McCole Harmon. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. Hmm. But when you look at the comparing the defenses, it, the, the other defense in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price. It's a reset year for them, right? I understand what you're thinking. It's going to be a question of just how bad the defense actually is. Is it below average or is it really terrible? The last two times we saw them against the Bills and against the Bengals, 
that defense was horrible, and it was exposed, and it put too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes. We saw last year that offense went through some hiccups. Now you don't have somebody that's going to take the top off the defense. If you have a number one corner, you're saying, who I want to put him on? I don't want to waste him on, on Smith Schuster, uh, Valdez Scanley. I can play you straight up. And, like, you've never been able to play them straight up with Tyreek Hill taking the safety no matter where he goes. All eyes on him. Now it's going to be all eyes on Patrick Mahomes. Can he lead the team that way in the division that is stacked? Division that is stacked. Worst division in football. Playoff team. Not the worst defense. The last time Buffalo played Kansas City, their defense gave up 40 points. Um, Bart Scott, not good at what he does. Bart Scott shouldn't be on TV. Bart Scott shouldn't be told to give opinions on the NFL. Bart Scott is a Richard, and Bart Scott is not what anybody needs. But one thing that Bart Scott is, is the Richard of the week for the week of January 1st to January 6th. Next week, I don't know who it is. Somebody will step up. Somebody will take the award. It's not that I'm giving these out to somebody that was tough to find. Bart Scott just stood up and said, hey, I don't think what T. Higgins did was right. 6-2-0, why aren't we calling out what Ryan Clark said? Because what he said wasn't a Richard of the Week moment. That's the topic right now. Thanks for listening. I'm Dusty Likens. Jed Marshall here with you as well. 610 Sports Radio. This is After Hours. We come back. I'm going to give you the best advice I can when it comes to this playoff situation. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Chiefs Kingdom, it's Travis Kelsey here. Man, that was a big game this weekend. Let's keep the celebration going and grab some ice-cold Bud Lights from your local Hy-Vee or Quick Trip. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. <coughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond and Buffalo.